Daily America, and welcome to the Dean's List. We are happy to have you joining us on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network. We are here Monday through Friday at the 2 p.m. time slot. We have a wonderful guest with us today who I would like to introduce. It is Dr. Hertz Hutz, Dr. Hutz Hertzberg. He has served as the Chief Executive Officer for Turning Point Academy since July of 2022. He served as the executive pastor of the Moody Church in Chicago. He has served as a chaplain in the United States Naval Reserves. Uh, his, his resume is lengthy. He, he is, he's involved in leadership in the, to the Protestant chaplaincy at Chicago O'Hare Midwest Airports. Um, he's got a couple doctorates, and uh, his academic degree is, is lengthy. Uh, Dr. Hutz, thanks for joining us today. Well, thank you, Dean. So good to be with you. Uh, we also have uh, the occasional co-host with us today. Cindy is back in studio. Greetings. That's three days in a row for you. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> uh, Hutz, I think the, the the first question that comes to my mind uh, about Turning Point Academy, and, and Cindy and I have talked about uh, Turning Point Academy uh, a little bit here on the show. And it it sounds like um, Turning Point USA. Is it, can, can you can you explain the affiliation with, with Turning Point USA and, and, and Turning Point Academy? Yeah, certainly, Dean. That's a great question. Turning Point Academy is the education division of Turning Point USA. So we're one of the newer divisions, um, began about 15 months ago or so. Uh, out of a real concern with what's happening in the world of education today, which we can certainly unpack that. But we are affiliated with Turning Point USA as the education division. So we are directly connected to them. Thank you for that. Right. So I have a question. We were listening last night um, to a speech you gave at the Pastor Summit, and you said that we are in a 911 moment in education right now. So could you explain that to the Out Loud listeners? Yes. Um, and, and I really don't think I'm overstating it by saying that. I, I don't think. Um, as I laid out to the pastors there in San Diego, I feel that so much of education is, is failing our children in about every way that you can measure it. Certainly academically, um, the, the amount of uh, statistics and, and research and studies that have come out about where our kids are, how our kids are doing, is, is very, very troubling, to say the least. I mean, math and reading scores are, 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 are for, for most kids, are not at grade level, uh, the standard national grade level. But, it, but it's worse than that uh, in terms of just uh, how far they're falling behind. And I don't know if you saw recently... Uh, in Baltimore, Maryland, there was a study that came out, a, a recent uh, research, that there's not one child in the 18 public high schools in Baltimore that are reading at grade level, and uh, the same thing with their math score. So it's very, very troubling. So, But that's just at one level, uh, Cindy. At a whole other level is, is just that kids are being taught now um, not so much how to think, but what to think. Uh, in other words, I'm referring to indoctrination, um, and it's it's that's that's troubling at a whole nother level, because kids no longer uh, are really getting an education that is truly 
helping them develop critical thinking skills and really learn how to think and learn for themselves. But they're being fed exactly what to learn uh, and, and what to believe. And and of course, this is this is true in many places. It wouldn't be true in every place, but uh, it is concerning. And uh, we're seeing the fruit of that in terms of what's happening in, in schools across the country. But again, it's worse than that. Um, and for those of us that that hold to the the Christian faith and believe that Christian education is really true education, and apart from a Christ-centered, God-centered education, is less than a true education, um, it is so difficult now for uh, students who hold to the Christian faith to be able to bring their faith to bear in their in their schools. And there's all kinds of examples of this. I'll just just give you one, but this is a very personal example. I led a school in the northern suburbs of Chicago, a K through 12 school for several years. And there was a wonderful family that uh, had all four children come to our school. But at the eighth grade year, every one of those children went to the public high school down the road. And um, and and other families did that as well. But this was very interesting for us because this family was a committed Christian family. Uh, Their son, their oldest son, was a leader in our school clearly shared his faith, had great impact. So about a year after he uh, went to the public high school, my wife came across his mother and asked how Tom was doing and uh, asked if Tom was able to bring his faith to bear in that setting and how he was doing. And, you know, is he able to incorporate his Christian faith in his papers and his work? And she said, oh, no, 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 no. He's learned, Tom's learned to keep his head down, not to bring his faith to bear. He knows that if he's going to get through, he can't talk about his faith. And we just thought, how tragic, how sad that um, you know, if if there if there was a time in the past, and I think when I when I went to school, there was freedom to bring my faith to bear in a public school, but that day is long gone, and so our our kids uh, are really being, in many cases, uh, just either shut down, they're they're being uh, marginalized, they're they're being told that they can't talk about it, and I thought, you know, what what a shame, and uh, certainly, you know, there's no strong. Christian component to the education in in the public government schools. I mean, we know that. I mean, it's just the opposite, as I said a minute ago. So, for all those reasons and more, Cindy, it really is a nine one one moment. And uh, I just wish, and I am so thankful for programs like yours that help people become aware and parents become aware of really what's happening out there. It's so so needed today. You know, I I want to ask you about the five C's, but uh, before I do, just to to follow up with that. Uh, and it seems like in the Christian community that uh, parents have the mindset that they want to send their children off to public education to be salt and light, you know, let, let them be missionaries. And it, it almost seems like we're in this, I guess, to to speak to your 911 moment, we're, we're, we're at this period where it, I don't see it as, as being beneficial for Christian young people. To have that burden placed upon them to to be salt and light in this arena that's just going to crush them. You know, Dean, that that is such a good question, and I hear that often actually. And um, my response is: Do you send? Would you send a twelve year old or a fourteen year old to Indonesia as a missionary, or to wherever, whatever country, someplace in Africa as a missionary? And, and and the obvious answer is you wouldn't because, you know, they're still in uh, maturation. They're still growing as, as a person spiritually in every which way maturity. 
And yet, for some reason, we think we can send our 12-year-olds, 14-year-olds, 16-year-olds into such a hostile environment and that somehow, you know, they're going to be light in that environment. The, the light is no longer allowed. That's the problem. It's no longer, if, if neutrality ever existed, uh, which I'm not sure it did, but if it ever did, it certainly doesn't now. And so, as I said a minute ago, those kids are, are shut down, they're marginalized, they're ostracized. There is no opportunity, really, in most cases, to bring your, your light to bear in the public school setting. It's sad to say that, but I believe that's the case. And so what I also say then, Dean, is that I'm all for salt and light in the public school. You go as a parent, you go as an adult, as a staff person, as a teacher, you go and be that salt and light, but don't sacrifice our 10-year-olds, 12-year-olds, 14-year-olds, and expect that they're going to be salt and light in such a hostile, antagonistic, anti-God environment, and that they're expected to be that that salt and light. It's just more than they can bear. Well said. Absolutely. Well said. Um, I do want to get into the into the five C's, but I I, I want to... I want to ask you this this question about about the public schools. Um, I, I think we have we have two two paths that we can take, and I don't know that we can we take one or we take the other. If somehow we can take both, but what do you say to, to the thought or to the question of just pulling out of the public schools altogether versus fighting for the public schools? Because we have these these two different camps. And 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 quite frankly, I, I I'm not sure where where I stand. I, I I agree with the notion. Obviously, Cindy and I run a a, a private Christian school, a, a classical Christian school, and so we we think that that people should come and be a part of a classical Christian education. But at the same time, I'm a fighter, and I want to get in and and I want to save public education. I, I'm not really sure where we fall on that. What do you say to that? Yeah. It's it's a great question. Here, here's my response, Dean. I I feel that it, just as I was saying a minute ago, uh, I I would say get your children out. Uh, the day of trying to bring reformation, you know, uh, in 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 trying to salvage education in any meaningful sense for your for most children in most schools across the country is very very difficult, if not impossible. So I say if there's any possible way that you can put your child in a setting such as yours, such as in a hybrid uh, Christian school, as such a potentially homeschool, uh, you know, whatever options you can can possibly do apart from putting your child in that environment, I would say that's what you need to do. Now, to your point, are those schools worth fighting for? I, I would say yes, but as an adult, again, run for the school board, work in the school, you know, create awareness in your church about what's happening in the public schools. Now, honestly, I feel that, again, in most cases, they're too far gone. But, you know, that doesn't mean that we, we shouldn't do all that we can. And, you know, as as Christians, we are concerned about the public sector. We are concerned about everything that happens in culture, including education. But, again, that's for the role of the adult. That's the role for the parent not for the child. And so I say, get your child out and then do what you can. And if you're in a life situation where you can run for the school board, run for the school board. If you can sign a petition and, and make change that way, do that. If you have the opportunity to work in a school without compromising your Christian values and faith, then do that. 
by the way, which is harder to do now with the things that are mandated. But uh, I think in some cases, a Christian can still work in the public schools. And I say, do that and bring change from inside. So the answer is yes and no. Um, but honestly, honestly, I'm not real hopeful for wholesale change within the public schools. Well, I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking about this situation in Colorado with Aaron Lee, you know, where she discovered that her her 12 year old was you know being transitioned without her knowledge. And uh, and as she was revealing laws that were that have been passed recently in, in Colorado, laws that, uh, you know, for example, make the 12 year old the sole responsible party for for their mental health. And, and, and parents have to leave this part of the appointment with the doctor when they're talking about mental health with the 12 year old. And as as she is is discovering this and and re- revealing other laws, my reply was that's it. You, you as as a parent with a with a a middle school, high school, elementary age school child, you've got to get them out of out of that public school. Sure, go ahead and fight, fight for the school as as the parent. Run for the school board or or, or get involved. But as you're fighting, I don't know that you can keep your child in that place. Well, uh, can you explain to our audience the the model of the five C's? Yes, absolutely. So the five C model is something that we've coined here at Turning Point Academy. The five C model is, is not unique or original with us per se, but we've just tried to communicate it in such a way that uh, helps people understand what it is and how it can work in their setting and their context. Those five C's stand for Christian, classical, conservative, church-based, and cost-affordable. And I feel like everyone, well, we we know every one of those C's is vitally important. And so that's the model that we're scaling across the country, working primarily with churches and pastors, but not exclusively, and uh, to help them establish in their setting uh, schools that are Christian, classical, conservative, church-based, cost-affordable. So that's what we mean by the 5C model. Okay. So when I had a question, when when TPA partners with, with people or groups who are potentially interested in starting a school, what have you noticed inspires their enthusiasm? And then what have you found are their common concerns regarding their endeavors to launch a new school? Right. Well, you know, what we have found is that more and more people are waking up to the reality of what's happening in education and more and more people want to try to do something. And so they're not exactly sure what to do. And so we like to share with them all the different things they potentially can do, including starting a a school. And, and by the way, we, we love those that are homeschooling and we love those five days a week schools, like what you lead um, in Flint, Michigan, there we're so excited and grateful that your model of schooling, Christian classical education, is proliferating across the United States. It's exciting. And I come up from a family of, of classical educators. Uh, my wife was a classical school teacher. My in-laws started a Christian classical school in the inner city of West Dallas. Uh, my brother's kids all have gone to classical schools. And so, um, and our own daughter is part of a classical school. So we love that model. But all that to say in terms of, of what you've asked there, Cindy, is 
people are becoming awake to the need to do something. And a lot of people are kind of shied away from, boy, I don't know if I can start a five-day-a-week school. If, and you know how difficult that is with all the moving pieces that you have to deal with. I led a school, as I mentioned earlier, and there's so many moving pieces, you know, to really make that go. Some people are, are obviously, and, and rightly so, you know, intimidated by that, just as our, some parents are so intimidated by homeschooling. I don't know anything about education. I don't know anything about curriculum. You know, how am I going to possibly homeschool? I don't know even where to start. And we feel like this model is is kind of the best of both, the best of a five-day model week school and the best of homeschooling for reasons that I can certainly share with you. But in the answer to the second part of your question, um, a lot a lot of people just don't know where to start. I, I just uh, shared if um, it, with the pastors out in San Diego, a beautiful letter we received from a pastor in uh, suburban Houston who about 10 months ago uh, came to one of our vision days, knew that they needed to do something, but didn't have a clue in terms of what they, how they needed to do it, what they needed to do. And, and so we were able to walk with them in a 10 month process. And just a month ago, they started with 150 students. So we're so yeah. thankful that we've had those opportunities. So everyone has normal questions and fears and apprehensions. We're here to say, we're not experts. But we've been down the road, and we would love to walk with you in that process. So let's say I'm just a, a normal mom or dad, and I, I I see what's happening around me, and I want to start something. What would what would be my first steps? Well, I think the first step would be determining what it is that you want to start, okay. um, because again, as I just said, there's there's a range of options um, from everything from what you're doing to the homeschoolers to you know various models in between. So, um, in terms of wanting to start our model, we we have you know trainings that that begin soon, uh, but we would be glad to even have an initial conversation for them to join us on a vision day to understand what it means to be a part of a Christian classical conservative church-based cost-affordable school. And so we're doing these every week now. And uh, in just about a month's time, we'll start a cohort and we're planning on 20 schools. We feel like we have capacity to help 20 schools for this next year. And the cohort will begin in uh, about the middle of, of October, towards the end of October. So right now is a great time for anybody who is potentially interested to express interest, we can share what this means and then our commitment to walk with you. And, and Dean, we're so fortunate, and Cindy, we're so fortunate to be able to offer this without charge. Um, it's a great blessing and joy to be able to do this. So we're not doing this as a moneymaker. This is our mission. This is our calling. We're excited to be able to help. And so uh, that's what we would do. But that's that would be the next step is to join us for one of our vision days. Okay, thank you for that. Hutz, I, I absolutely love what you said about um, when you say we're not experts, but we've we've been down that road and we're willing to walk with you. And that to hear that just, oh, I love it because I know that Dean and I would have cherished that when we started 17 years ago. So this is you are offering a treasure to people. And I'm so thankful for what you're doing. Mm. Well, thank you. And and you and Dean now are experts <laughs> at what you're doing. So I don't know about that. <laughs> you know, so we're, we're going after it yes, every we day. We, you know. Yeah, recently we said we are we're absolutely still in the learning process. I don't think you ever stop learning when you're running a school. 
You know, that's for sure. There's a, a lot of moving pieces every day. And so mm -hmm. I totally get it. So uh, how, how uh, what what's the best way for, for people to get in touch with you, with your organization? How do they how do they find you? You know, probably the easiest way is just to go to our website, turningpointacademy.com, turningpointacademy.com, all one word. And uh, there you'll not only just get a general overview of what it is we're doing, and we've talked primarily about starting schools, but we do provide uh, educator training. We do provide curriculum and resources. And, and we would love, just like you have done, and we're so thankful that you've joined our association, Turning Point Academy Association, uh, we would love for your listeners who are interested in the world of education and what's happening to become a part of the association. You can join us either as a school or as an individual, um, and that way you're in the inner circle, and we're just beginning to roll out some of the, the wonderful things that we want to do with our association. Dean, you'll be encouraged that we now have 35 states represented already, That's and awesome. um, you know we're just a few months old, so we're really thankful. But yes, if they would go to um, turningpointacademy.com, you will see information about our upcoming vision days, and we would encourage you to just sign up for one of the vision days that fits your schedule. And then we have an extended amount of time, much longer than you and I've had here today, to be able to talk about um, what it is that they need to know and what it is they need to do and how to begin the process. And uh, we, we would love that for anybody to do that. And I will say it's 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 very beneficial. It's very informational. I, I was in the uh, a recent Vision Day Zoom call. And even after the call was over with, you know, some of us stuck around to to, to further the conversation, it was. It was wonderful. It, it was uh, the, the information that that you that you've assembled and provided is is really wonderful. Mm. Well, thank you. We 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 are a work in progress, uh, but it's been encouraging that we're we're getting traction. We're getting a lot of interest, and uh, we're so grateful for friends like you and and uh, Cindy that uh, are really really interested in being a part of what we're doing and helping others become aware of what we're doing. So I'm so thankful for uh, you, Dean, and for Cindy. You're welcome. Uh, we believe in the mission and we're, we're happy to, to be a part of it. I will, I'll put your, all of your information in the show notes. So the next day our show goes into podcast and all of, all of the notes are there. So we'll, we'll have all of your, your information included in that. Um, what else you want Great. to say? Just thank you again. Wonderful work that you're doing, and we we deeply appreciate it. Well, thank you for that, and again, thank you for what you're doing. And I've had the chance to to look at uh, your website and see some of the great things you're doing at your school. So keep going. We need you, and Flint, Michigan needs you. And um, so glad that we can work together, partner together. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. There it is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Hutz Hertzberg. Uh, we are uh, happy to have him uh, join us today. And we will pause for this break. We will pick it up on the other side. You're listening to The Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? 
The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system becomes less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. Welcome back to the Dean's List on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network. You can find us here on americaoutloud.news Monday through Friday at the 2 p.m. Eastern time slot. Or you can download the America Out Loud Talk Radio app for your, your Apple, your Android, your Alexa, wherever you listen. And you can hear us on podcast also the next day, wherever you find your podcasts. So we just had an excellent conversation with Hutz Hertzberg, who is the Chief Executive Officer for Turning Point Academy. Yes, we had the privilege of meeting him uh, this past June at the Educator Summit in the Chicago area. And he is a very kind and gracious man. And everyone we met there, they were wonderful. They were so helpful and accommodating. And there was such a, a spirit of unity there. It was exciting. Yeah, everyone that we've spoken with, when we were uh, when we were first getting involved in in Turning Point Academy last fall, Francine was very helpful. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, we we support the work. We be- obviously we believe in the mission. You know their their objective is to start what they call five C's, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a hybrid model. Which, which seems to me that it would really bode well for uh, for homeschool families kind of um, coming together. I mean, obviously, it, it could be any families, mm-hmm. you know, not not just homeschool, but but the five C model, also called the university model, in some places because you don't you don't meet every day. Mm-hmm. You know, you may just meet two or three times a week. Right. It's a, it's an excellent option for people. So exciting that they're doing this. Yeah, yeah, we agree. So 
uh, we want to we we want to support it, and you know we've we've talked about it in the past mm-hmm. because as I had mentioned uh, when we were talking to Hutz, how wonderful would this have been when we were starting out seventeen years ago? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were just right. we were just out there swimming in deep waters. So to have this as a resource, when if you're wanting to do something. Mm-hmm. Oh, wonderful. Right. So if you're feeling this, you know, if you're feeling like you you want to dive in and, and we asked him, you know, what would first steps be? Uh, you know, he said, hey, let's, you know, we figure out what you want to do first. Yep. What, yep. what you want to start. Right. What do you want to start first? Do you want to go five days a week? Do you want to go hybrid? Mm-hmm. You know, do you want to homeschool? Mm-hmm. What do you want to do? So once you get that figured out, let's say you didn't want to go with the hybrid model and you wanted to to link arms with Turning Point Academy, then you know they do these uh, weekly Zoom calls. Mm-hmm. You know where they they just they walk you through the process. Yes, and as we mentioned, we were on one recently, um, and it was very informative. Mm-hmm. We really enjoyed it. Yeah, they're going to give you all the information. They're going to uh, really lay out what a classical education looks like. They lay out a good foundation. Right. So if you're feeling it, if you feel like you need to do something, you know, and one of the questions I asked Hutz is, you know, do we do we just leave the public school? Do we just, you know, leave them to their own devices? You know, what? Or, or or do we fight? And this is something that we've talked about regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I understand his his point of view that yes, you fight, but you don't really put your kids in that. Right. And I think that was the conclusion we came to ultimately when we were talking about Aaron Lee and what mm-hmm. was happening there in Colorado, mm-hmm. because the you know some of these states have these laws that are formed where you're trapped. Mm-hmm. You know, they're now, at least in Colorado, they're mandating that your child has to have this mental health assessment and you don't get to see it. Mm-hmm. It it goes back to the school. Right. And then they then can send your child to, to a therapist without your consent. Mm-hmm. That is, um, no, right. <laughs> that's a big no. Right. You know, as much as we want to fight and save the public schools, that for me is a no. If I'm in Colorado, I do not have my child in a public school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just, I encourage people to get on the Turning Point Academy website, turningpointacademy.com. This is filled with good information. And also, I want to direct them to the training tab. Oh, good. If you click the training tab, you will be able to listen to all the talks from the past two summits. Mm-hmm. Um, the Courage and Conviction Educator Summit that was in 2022 mm-hmm. in Phoenix, Arizona. And then the one that we were at teaching students how to think, not what to think. And that was this past past June. So go to the website and click the the training, the training tab at the top, and then you can catch all the talks. Oh, wow. And they are excellent. That's a good resource. Worth your time. 
Definitely listen to those. So who are some of the people on there? Oh, goodness. Um, Kirk Cameron was there. Of course, Charlie Kirk, he, he opened it up. He was there and Kirk Cameron, Alex Newman. Excellent. Um, oh, who else? Oh, there's so many. Uh, Bill Fetter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Yes. The Congresswoman. Oh, what was her name? She on there because she was excellent. She was excellent. I can't believe I'm forgetting her name. You'll find her. She's she's one of the uh, congresswomen from Illinois. Uh, I can't remember her name. And and she's she serves on the uh, education committee in Congress. We were not able. To, we did not see her live. We weren't able to stay for that, but we did. We did watch it, and I actually I'd like to watch it again. I enjoyed it so much. Right. Yeah. She she had excellent information. Mary Miller. Mary Miller, yes. Matter of fact, that morning we were leaving and Hutt said to us, uh, you're gonna you're Mary. gonna be here for Mary Miller, right? We're like, oh no, we had to get back for a funeral. And uh and he said, Oh, well, definitely get on, you know, later on, because that's a talk you're gonna want to watch. We did, and I'm I'm going to watch it again as well. There's several several of these I would like to watch again. And then there's still some that we have not yet. Right watch that we missed so yep we're gonna get on there and, and check those out so it's a wealth of information it is and uh again thank you to huts for giving us some time uh, we enjoyed the conversation mm -hmm. uh, we'll have to do it again yeah. and did he mention the the next educator summer or was that after we had uh i think that i think that was the afterglow okay all right yes that's December it, December 16th through 19th and that'll be in, in Phoenix Arizona in Phoenix Arizona yep at the convention center there in Phoenix downtown Phoenix December 16th through 19th mm -hmm. so if you're interested check that out as well yeah their next educator summit that um you know if you homeschool if you're private it doesn't matter you're just you don't have to be a teacher you just have to be a parent who's interested in your child's education or a grandparent, grandparent. <laughs> right? You could be an aunt and uncle. Yeah. As long as you're a human. Anyone interested in, in education and in saving education in America. Anyone interested? Oh, you know what? I, I, I wanted to comment to Hutz on that. And I forgot because in one of our first correspondence with uh, Francine, that's how she ended the email was, you know, to us, she said, thank you for your part in saving Western civilization. Yes, I remember that. We read that and went, whoa. Wow, that was so striking to me. Right. Right. Because, I don't know, to put it in those terms, I guess no one had ever said that right. in that way to us. Uh -huh. and, and it just, it took us back a little bit. We, we had to let that one sink in. It did. Because um, my... Our part in saving Western right. civilization. My first thought was, "Oh wow, that's <laughs> that's a lot." I mean, I don't, I don't really know that, you know. But the more I think about it, she's absolutely right, hundred mm percent. -hmm. And that's for all of you, all of you that, you know, you might decide, "Hey, I'm homeschooling," or you might say, "You know what? I'm going to send my child to a to a private Christian or or classical school." And in doing that, you are. Mm -hmm. You're, you're doing your part. You're doing your part to save Western civilization. 
because ultimately we have to save education to save Western civilization. Among many, I mean, many, there's many facets to this, but yes, the education is, is a huge part. Yeah, you're right. There are many facets. There's many things to save. But education is, is chief on the list. I mean, first, we have to get back to the biblical foundation, first and foremost. Um, yes. And in my mind, that's part of education. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I that's suppose, the foundation of everything that should be the foundation of, yeah. of everything. Yeah, right. It should be. And so that's that's what we're pushing for. That's what we're moving for. That's the direction we want to go in. Yeah. So, honey, before we have to take a break, I wanted to ask you how you're feeling. Yesterday, we talked about your yeah. experience with Cofix. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm feeling excellent today. They, thank you, Cofix. Good. Now, your voice still still sounds just a little off. Well, uh, yes, I still have uh, a slight radio voice, but I do not have a sore throat. Good. I can breathe through my nose. Good. And that is the that's the thing. As soon as you start feeling like something's off, um, that's when it's most beneficial to start the the nose spray and the throat spray. And I've been taking them both together. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see why not. So again, um, if you have not checked it out, you can check out the America Out Loud dot shop. And if you go on there, there's all kinds of wonderful products. Uh, Dean and I have several of these in our home, and there are discounts. So for different various products, I believe the the Cofix, there's a 20% off discount with code out loud. Code out loud, 20% for the Cofix. So I uh that's that's a good deal. Mm-hmm. And then of course other products, wellness products, I believe 25% off. So there's different vitamins and such and um, global healing products where you can find all kinds of good things. There's a discount on that. I think that's 15%. Well, uh, flu season is right around the corner and I am, I'm in the throes of it. I am experiencing it. I don't have the flu, but I got a little something. A little something trying to start. That's what we're. It's trying to start and I'm not going to let it start. I'm going to just keep, keep the cofix it coming. Nip it in the bud. Uh-huh. Whatever that means. Nip it in the bud. <laughs> Nip it in the bud. Uh, so we uh, we encourage you if you wanna wanna stay healthy, definitely try the Cofix, and yeah. you know get on the shop and and take a look at things. Twenty percent off for code out loud. You said. I believe so. Yes, I think it's twenty percent off for the Cofix. All right. Okay, uh, we are coming up on a break, so let's. Let's pause here. Anything else we want to say before we uh, we head out? I don't think so. I don't either. We will pick the conversation up on the other side. You're listening to The Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Changing the world one person at a time. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. 
For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. In 2008, people could spend an average of 12 seconds on a task without becoming distracted. Five years later, it was only eight seconds. The digital age is narrowing our attention span. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus, concentrate longer, and strengthen recall. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top, shoot it down. Thousands of five-star reviews proves it works. Supercharge your brain and see the difference. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Back to the Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen. You are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. And we are joined by the occasional co-host, Cynthia. Yes, I am here. Like I said, three days in a row. That's um <laughs> we're gonna become spoiled. I'll have to make sure I stay away longer this time. <laughs> stay away longer. Since three days in a row, I gotta make up for it by staying away longer. Right. Stay out three days. <laughs> So I was in D.C. last week. Yes, you were. And it was just a good time. Yeah, you had an excellent time. You know, I tend to be, um, what's the word for it? I tend to be sarcastic, I think, when it comes to Congress. Maybe sarcastic isn't the right word. Skeptical? No, that's not it. I just, you know, you, you, it just seems like things just stall out. And you ask yourself this question, why can't something get done? At least I ask myself that. Why aren't they doing something? Why aren't they, you know, the border? Why isn't the the border being closed? Or, um, you know, why, why, why? And But I, I got a different perspective last week from people that are there who I genuinely believe that they care about the country. Mm-hmm. And they care about the direction that the country is going in. That you know, they realize, hey, this isn't good. And I and I think that they are there are people that genuinely want to 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 make changes to 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 get us going to where we once were. Mm-hmm. After hearing some of them, some of them I did not know. I had never heard of before. All of them. All of the the congressmen and women and senators who spoke spoke from a, a biblical worldview, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that that there were that many people in Congress representing us who have a biblical worldview. That's encouraging. It is, mm-hmm. and I don't know how many came through, uh, maybe twenty, but uh, the Bartons, David and Tim Barton and Cheryl Barton, who were who were running the Wall builders. Wall builders, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this was an event put on by wall builders. It was a 
wall builders uh, congressional briefing. Is that what they called it? Yes. Wall builders congressional pastors briefing. briefing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as they were, as they were speaking about Congress members, they went on to say that there are several, um, maybe a hundred that, that have uh, a deep biblical worldview, uh, a deep love for Christ, a deep love to return our country to Judeo-Christian values, Mm -hmm. which that is, I mean, it, in the grand scheme of things, you know, whether there's 435 representatives, 100 senators, um, you know, is that that's 20%. So that's not a lot. Doesn't matter. But it doesn't matter. It's more than what I thought there'd be. Mm-hmm. 100 is more than what I thought there'd be. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish there were more than 20%. But, but hearing them speak, it was encouraging. Mm-hmm. You know, they're talking about this this need for, uh, you know, th- some of them even said, I, you know, we need a third great awakening. Mm-hmm. Um, w- one of them spoke about the first great awakening happening, and then what followed was the Revolutionary War. And what followed that was freedom. And then the second great awakening, what followed that again was freedom. Uh, because what followed was the civil war. You, you know, there was there was war that followed. It was hard times that followed both great awakenings, but that led to freedom, mm-hmm. furthering freedom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And w- one of the senators that spoke said, "We're back in this place where, you know, we're losing freedoms left and right, and we need a third great awakening. We need we need people's eyes to open up." Mm-hmm. And and realize, you know, we're going down the wrong path. And and it was his belief that that would be most effective via a great awakening, right? Which is really a, a spiritual renewal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's wonderful. Did you see what what was happening in an Auburn University last week? I have seen some clips on that. Yes, where hundreds of kids. How, do you, I don't know the, the details. I've only seen I, I've seen a little bit about it. Just just baptisms. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> they gather. There was a gathering of, I think I I read five thousand or so gathered, um, and then and then spontaneously there were baptisms mm-hmm. at some point. You know, it just it it reminded me because the um, I don't know if it was David or Tim Barton. Who were, who were talking about the Great Awakenings and how they didn't happen really. They weren't caused by by one individual. There wasn't one man or one woman who who spearheaded it. It was just it was a thing that happened. I mean, there were people involved, people that took the lead in it. You know, various ministers that you know that were definitely leaders. In the movement, but it wasn't one person; it was just a collective mm-hmm. movement that was happening. It caught fire. It caught fire. Yeah, yeah. and it, and almost you know this this event at Auburn. You got I think it was five kids that just you know wanted to pray. Yes, originally some students got together just to pray. Mm-hmm. It grew, and it grew. Yeah. 
And then, you know, so it, it, to have to have senators and, and, and representatives talk about our need for that again. Mm-hmm. Yes. Encouraging. So encouraging. Mm-hmm. The work that um, the Barton family does is also, <laughs> you, there's just no words for it. It's No, there really isn't. And you had the privilege of meeting um, the family. And again, more very kind and gracious people. Absolutely. I mean, they just, they're, they're humble. Um, you know, they have, they, they have the largest collection of, of revolutionary time documents and memorabilia outside of the Smithsonian. They, they have the largest collection outside of the they Smithsonian. And, collection of good uh, things. But just to sit and talk to them, they'll just, mm-hmm. you know, they're just down to earth and, yeah. and they're humble and they, they understand, uh, the value in, in those documents. Mm-hmm. They understand the, the value in, in presenting history correctly. Yeah. Yep. That family is a another treasure in America. And I've said repeatedly, especially if you're a homeschool family and you want to know or you're looking for a history textbook, go to Wall Builders. Mm-hmm. Wallbuilders.com. It might be .com. It might be .org. I'm not sure. But, <laughs> not sure <laughs> but if you just type in Wall Builders, it'll come up. Yes, they have all kinds of good stuff. Oh, they're books for, uh, I'm telling you, high school history, original intent. If you have a junior or a senior in your homeschooling and you want a history book, order them original intent. I had, I was on their, on their store one Christmas, a couple Christmases ago, and I had to, I had to put the brakes on. <laughs> I just kept throwing stuff in the cart. I had to take some stuff out of the cart by the time I was done. I was like, right. no. Right. I bought the whole store. Yeah. There, There's also a book that they have called The American Story, The Beginnings. I love that. I got to read that again. I read through it one time. I'm going to gonna read it through it again. Uh, I have. I'm halfway through it. Yeah, it takes you a long time. I love to just, just flow right through. That's why I have to read it again. But you always take a lot of time and you underline and you make comments. My problem with this book is though, I have read it several times, but I, but only halfway through, I, I, I just, I see something I want to go back and I reread it and I'm still only halfway through it. Uh, this would be an excellent middle school history book. You have homeschool, private school. If you're a principal and, and you, you run a private school at all and you want a history book, mm. The American Story of the Beginnings uh, by David and Tim Barton. Very good. So tell us a little more about your D.C. trip. I know that there's a clip um, that you didn't tell me this happened, but I, I was on Wall Builders and I saw a clip of of all of you um, at the Capitol mm-hmm. and, and everyone was singing. Was it God Bless America? Oh, yeah. So this uh, this was an, an after hours tour. Yes, you could, was it a four-hour tour that, that you Oh, had? yeah. We probably got done about 10 o'clock at night. You know, we started at 6, and, mm-hmm. and um, we had some congressmen come in and, and speak for a little bit. About 7 o'clock, we fired up the tour. Uh, because there were congressmen with us, we were allowed to go into the House of Representatives, into the chamber, mm-hmm. sit in the seats. Um 
had some great prayer in there. That was that was something. Yeah, Joshua, our son, I, that was that touched him. Yeah, that was a powerful moment where someone just stood up. Actually, it was one of the. Uh, You're having a hard time getting through this. <laughs> it was the uh, chief of staff of one of the congressmen with us. Mm -hmm. And he stood up and said, hey, can we, you know, can we pray? We've got all these, you know, leaders throughout the country. This would be a great time and a great place to do it. And he actually led it. It was something else. But you you referenced the the song. We were, I think we were in Statuary Hall, which it's 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 a rotunda. You know, it's, it's circular and it's so echoey. The acoustics is unbelievable. And so we're singing. Somebody says, let's sing. You know, I think it was Cheryl Barton who said, you know, I, I would love it if we would sing God Bless America. And, you know, we did. I started videoing right away. Matter of fact, maybe I'll post it on the Instagram page just because it's so cool. And then when it's done, there was, you know, four or five people off to the off to the side who weren't part of our group. I don't know if they were staffers or who they were, but they just stopped and listened mm. as we're wrapping this song up. And then of course they started applauding and and uh it was it was a, a cool moment. Yeah, that's that's a cool experience. There was some harmony going on, <laughs> some, some three-part harmony <laughs> breaking out. Some people in there could actually sing. Mm. I kept my voice down, of course. <laughs> you know, I didn't want to take over any solo parts because <laughs> people would just be amazed by my, my brilliance. Right, right. How wonderful I could sing. Uh, that was definitely one of those cool moments. I would say the the prayer that we had in the, in the House of Representatives and then the song mm. are, are two moments that stand out, even probably more so than, than the briefings. <laughs> You know, just, I don't know. Well, those are unique, special moments. Right. Yeah. But you did enjoy the briefings. You you very much enjoyed that. I did. Yeah. I did. Uh, the the After Hours tour was, it was conducted by the Bartons, of course, and they are historians extraordinaire. Mm -hmm. You know, so we're walking up to statues and, and they're telling you about this individual, things that you didn't know about that mm -hmm. individual. Well, you're going to have to, you'll have to share more. Um, in subsequent shows, because your whole your entire experience was was very good. Yeah, all of it, all of it was good, and uh, we will we will talk about it more. I, there are there are things that the uh, the Congress, you know, men and women and senators said we weren't allowed to video because they just asked that it all stay off the record. Mm -hmm. Um, they just wanted to have the opportunity to speak freely and openly and not worry about, you know, things um, being on the record. So that it, it was nice because you could just kind of hear them off the cuff. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them were coming in, you know, Jim Jordan came in right from his his session, you know, where they were. Uh, where Merrick Garland was was giving testimony mm -hmm. to to Jordan's committee, and he he came in, you know, minutes after that testimony was over with, mm -hmm. and it was it was interesting to to hear from them in that moment. Mm -hmm. You know, his, his his sleeves are rolled up, and he comes in, yeah. and 
he's kind of ready to go. But but again, it's the uh, the encouragement that these guys were giving to religious leaders, saying, "Hey, keep keep going, yes, keep and, fighting and, the fight." And didn't they say to you that they truly do feel and sense the prayers? Right. Yeah. So many of them said that, you know, yeah. they said, keep praying, keep going because we feel it, right. you know, keep it coming. So for any out loud listeners, if, if you are praying people, then, then keep praying mm-hmm. for these men and women. They need it. Yep, And they appreciate it. You know, a lot of times we get on them, you know, because they're not making the decision we want them to make, but you know, we should pray for them. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, we will definitely, you know, talk more about that in in the next coming days. This week, uh, we are at another conference pretty much all week. Um, We're at a summit here in Michigan that's sponsored by a group called Liberty Pastors. So there's a a lot to say and do there as well. Mm -hmm. All right, I think that's all the time we have for today, America. Thank you for joining us. We are happy to have you on board. Encourage your friends and family. Get on the Dean's List. Let's unite to renovate the age.